United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. It was just a couple of weeks ago when the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo made an unannounced visit to Kabul to meet with leaders in Afghanistan. In my meeting with President Ghani and Chief Executive Abdullah, we agreed that peace is our highest priority and that Afghanistan must never again serve as a platform for international terrorism. If my memory serves correctly, the timeline is such that it was within hours that the uh, Taliban actually claimed credit for an attack which resulted in deaths. And so that makes us wonder, well, where are these peace talks exactly? It was about a year ago they started. The seventh round of negotiations between the U.S. and the Taliban were interrupted Sunday and Monday, where a group of Afghans met for a dialogue with the Taliban. It's the first time the government had actually met with the Taliban negotiators. So where are we in this negotiation process with the Taliban right now? Scott Smith, technical advisor on Afghanistan with the United States Institute of Peace, is joining us to discuss. The Twitter handle is at USIP. Scott, welcome. Thank you for being here. No, thank you, Tim. Uh, and, and I'm not sure if I had the timeline right, but I think it was just within hours of uh, Secretary of State Pompeo visiting that there was an attack that the Taliban claimed, which, which resulted in the loss of life. And I, I kind of wonder where this puts us. Well, it puts us in the middle of uh, one of the usual paradoxes, unfortunately, at this stage of a peace process where both parties, uh, as they begin to talk more, also begin to fight more uh, to put themselves on a better position at the negotiating table or a position of strength. So unfortunately, this is um, not uncommon in these kinds of processes, but it was, it was a terrible attack because although it was aimed at a Ministry of Defense installation, there happened to be a lot of schools nearby, a lot of residential areas nearby, and the civilian death toll was uh, very, very high. So the point of having the Taliban at the table is what? So there are two things that are going on right now. And you mentioned uh, the talks, unprecedented talks that had happened over Sunday and Monday between a delegation from Kabul that included government representatives, but in their personal capacity, as well as civil society representatives and uh, representatives of the political opposition in Kabul, who sat down with a delegation of uh, Taliban for the first time. Um, and this was basically, it was a... It was a uh, dialogue, not a negotiation. And the point was to begin building some confidence between the two sides for what eventually needs to happen, which are more formal talks between a delegation from Kabul and the Taliban over future political settlement. That is new. What has been happening so far, the process you referred to that began about a year ago, were the direct talks that the U.S. has been having with the Taliban, led by Ambassador Khalilzad, over two specific issues. One is the conditions under which and the timeline under which the U.S. withdraws its troops from Afghanistan. And the second is guarantees that the Taliban give to make sure that, as Secretary Pompeo had said, Afghanistan never is uh, in the future a haven for terrorists. So those are the two processes going on. The U.S.-Taliban direct process has been going on for about a year. This uh, dialogue that happened uh, a few days ago is uh, unprecedented. Taliban guaranteeing that Afghanistan will never become a haven for terrorists. But, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's officially called a terrorist organization, but certainly the, ter the Taliban uses tech techniques that would be considered terrorism. Yeah, absolutely. They're not officially called a terrorist organization, but, but uh, certainly uh, as, as the attack uh, that happened in Kabul that you mentioned demonstrates they continue to use uh, terrorist uh, tactics. 
Um, but they're also opposed to other groups uh, in Afghanistan, like uh, ISIS, which has a presence in some parts of Afghanistan. And I think the idea is, at some point, uh, the direct talks that we're having lead to negotiations between the Taliban and Afghans over a government in Afghanistan in which both would participate, and that new government would prevent Afghanistan from becoming what it was uh, before 9-11, which was uh, a place where al-Qaeda could uh, sit calmly and um, organize attacks against us. All right. So, uh, again, we are speaking with Scott Smith, technical advisor in Afghanistan with the United States Institute of Peace. It sounds like the priority for Afghanistan. OK, we need to have peace. And in order to get there, we're going to have to allow the Taliban in somehow to the government mechanism. The Taliban wants to be a part of that power structure, and that's where their negotiating comes from. That's their ultimate goal. The U.S. wants to keep terrorists other than the Taliban, but they want to keep al Qaeda and like groups out of Afghanistan. So mm-hmm. it's being a part of this negotiating process with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Really, um, is is that the bottom line negotiation? Both the Taliban and the government in Afghanistan, they want to make sure that they're each getting enough power to, to keep the other from taking over the, the country, and the U.S. just cares about keeping al-Qaeda and those groups out of Afghanistan? Is that the bottom line here? No, because the U.S. cares uh, quite a bit. Uh, about preserving the gains that have been made in uh, the past 18 years while we've been there. Gains on women's rights, on human rights, on democracy, uh, and and these kinds of issues. And that was what was interesting about these first talks that happened on Sunday and Monday between this group from Kabul and uh, the Taliban in Doha, which was, in a very vague sense, beginning to try to understand each other's positions on these things. The the Afghan delegation, what was quite interesting about this was they're, they're mostly the generation of younger politicians and younger activists who have come of age uh, since uh, 2001. They have a stake in the future. They've had a very different experience of Afghanistan uh, in terms of a society more open uh, to the rest of the world, uh, more democratic, more rights-based. And they needed to show the Taliban, look, we're here, we're united, we're the next generation, and we don't want to go back to the way you used to run the country in uh, in the 1990s. You, know, you need to understand that this is a different Afghanistan that we're trying to shape. Um, the Taliban have not necessarily been exposed to that, uh, and it was important for them to, to, to see that. So the, the key issue in the negotiations that we hope will happen between Kabul and the Taliban will be a form of government that will guarantee a lot of these rights and uh, a lot of these interests that, frankly, the majority of Afghans probably share. And obviously the U.S. is behind them on that because uh, we've made huge sacrifices to to develop these sorts of institutions. Uh, And I don't think that it would be enough just to accept a guarantee from the Taliban that Afghanistan won't be a haven for terrorists and then give in on everything else. And and the, a really good point there is that there are things that the U.S. would like to see in place, and it makes me wonder, again, with the commitment that President Trump had talked about the possibility of another 1,500 troops or so, and I wonder, is do you see a day when the U.S. is able to withdraw entirely from Afghanistan, or is this going to be a permanent presence? Well, for the Taliban, you know, they insist that there is a total withdrawal. Uh, I think there's still a lot of people in Washington who would like to see uh, some sort of presence in Afghanistan for a while, at least to make sure that the Taliban can deliver on their guarantee. And the negotiations that have been happening right now between Ambassador Khalilzad and the Taliban on these issues have been obviously behind closed doors. We don't know much about the details, 
but I'm sure that those are sort of the final kinds of issues that uh, that, that that need to be discussed. Um, and the, whether or not the Taliban can accept a kind of residual presence until we're satisfied that they can implement the guarantees that they give, uh, these are the sort of details that are that are probably um, the ones being discussed in the latest rounds. Finally, Scott, it's not an easy job, obviously, but one wonders about the U.S. Special Representative for Afghan Reconciliation, Zalmay Khalid Saad. What's your take? What's your assessment? Well, I think he's done a remarkable job. Uh, and to put this in context, uh, you know, our policy since 2011 has been to wait for Afghans and the Taliban to negotiate with each other. A year ago, the Trump administration took a decision that we would begin talking directly with the Taliban and sort of break out of the, uh, of the sort of vicious circle that had been, um, which had prevented the Afghans and the ta- Taliban from talking to each other. So that was, that was uh, not really noted much at the time, but it was a huge policy decision. Uh, the selection of uh, Ambassador Khalilzad, who, of course, is uh, Afghan-born, was, uh, I think, a, a very good selection. And I think he's made a lot more progress than a lot of people would have uh, would have believed. Um, and uh, he's handled it uh, very, very well. I think this is a very interesting story of American diplomacy and peacemaking. Wow, fascinating. It's kind of like the kid who didn't want to play with the toy until the other kids wanted to play with the toy. Then the Afghans <laughs> and the Taliban, they start talking, you know, after the U.S. says, oh, we'll, 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 we'll play with that toy. Um, well, maybe a yeah. cheap, a cheap, a cheap analogy, but that was the one I could go for. Scott, I appreciate you joining <laughs> us on POTUS today. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Great perspective. Scott Smith, technical advisor on Afghanistan with the United States Institute of Peace. A complicated world. We're still there since 2001. We've been there, but, uh, but there is hope that at least some kind of resolution can be found. And he is tweeting at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.